Welcome to the HFM Investor Success Podcast. At HFM, one of the most significant values we provide to our clients is leveraging our experience, having helped hundreds successfully navigate through life's transitions. In this podcast series, our advisor team explores some of the questions we get every day from our real-life clients, share some insights on financial topics, and interview some fantastic professionals from our vast network. Our hope is that you leave with some food for thought and some good ideas to consider. Thank you for taking the time to join us. I'm Jason Gabrielli, a financial advisor here at HFM Investment Advisors. And today I am joined with another member of our professional networking community. I'm met with, with Bill Webb from Saratoga Benefit Services. And at Saratoga, they specialize in employee benefit plans, employer benefit plans for companies, but they also help individuals with Medicare supplement plans and understanding how Medicare works and what kind of supplement they might need. And we're going into, into that season where that's going to be something really important for a lot of people maybe just getting on Medicare for the first time or changing some of their uh, benefits and things like that. So uh, thanks so much, Bill, for joining us. Yeah, thank you. Uh, thank you, Jason. I really appreciate it. It's uh, good to be here. Great, great. So I just want to jump right into it and you know, give us kind of a, an overview of, of maybe Medicare in general and just where a supplement plan fits in. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, I mean, for starters, I, I listened to Jason's podcast where he talked about uh, Medicare parts A and B and, and detailed the costs and, and the coverages that are associated with them. Um, but the next part to that is uh, your Medicare supplement plan or your Medicare Advantage plan. Um, so, you know, if you're looking to learn a little bit about them, I definitely recommend listening to his, his uh, previous podcast. But today we're going to uh, dive a little more. <laughs> yeah, no problem. A little shameless today, plug, right? Yeah, exactly. So, so today we'll, we'll dive a little bit more into um, some of the other steps that come along uh, with, you know, Medicare and uh, the coverages that you'll get. So as Jason explained in his previous podcast, your typical Medicare parts A and B, are gonna cover your basic health coverage, hospital coverage, and they cover about 80% of your, uh, of your costs, okay? Um, next, you'll, you'll come into part C or your Medicare Advantage plan, uh, where you're gonna pick either a supplement or one of these Advantage plans that's gonna fill those, those gaps and that extra 20% uh, to help minimize your coverage if you do uh, you know, have a, uh, an event or, or are in the hospital or something happens. Um, so with that, there's two different options when you go on to Medicare. You can go on to an Advantage plan or uh, a supplement plan. And both of these have their advantages and their disadvantages. Um, so we'll start out with the Advantage plans. Um, I know I, people see a lot of ads for these on TV. Uh, these plans typically have little to no premium. Um, so you're saving money on the front end. However, you are susceptible to uh, um, you know, co-pays and cost sharing which can be a little bit pricey. Um, as well, they're an HMO, which means they have a more con uh, constrained network. So you're not able, if you, if, uh, you know, I know a lot of people in New Jersey may, might retire and go down to Florida for half the year. Um, these plans really have that constrained network that might only work in the state that you enroll in the plan in. So they're not great for everybody. And that's where it's important to think about this stuff and really plan before you sign up for, um, you know, either an advantage or a supplement. Uh, Medicare supplement plans, different than the advantage plans, are a little bit different. So these do have a premium associated with them, always much less than what you would find for a normal health plan in the exchange. Like if I'm going out to just get my own health insurance, 
um, these supplemental plans are, are, are far less expensive than they are. Um, these do have a deductible typically. However, after you reach that deductible, you are typically covered in full. So where the Advantage plans have um, you know, no premium, there's premium, uh, but out-of-pocket costs when you do get care, the supplemental plans have some premium, but less out-of-pocket costs when you do go to get care. Um, gotcha. As well, the supplemental plans have a much broader national network. So you don't have to worry about, you know, if you are one of those people who's down in Florida and up in New Jersey, um, you're still getting coverage no matter where you are as regulated by uh, the plans and, uh, um, you know, a plan G and, and whichever plan uh, that you may be in. So that's a basic rundown on, on uh, your advantage and, and uh, supplement plans. Um, so, I mean, moving, moving forward, um, a lot of questions that people have when they come up uh, to uh, Medicare age is, is, you know, do I have to enroll? Um, yeah, we get that question a lot, a lot. Uh, <laughs> when I'm people sure are getting that retirement age and they're like, well, what exactly happens when I turn 65? <laughs> what, exactly. what do I need to do with the terms of Medicare? Exactly. So, and that's something that is, it's a different, it's different for everybody. There's different rules based on the size of the company you may work for. Um, you know, you can, you can either defer or, or uh, enroll right away. So, um, so what the rule of thumb is, is if you have an employer that's fewer than 20 employees, you need to enroll in parts A and B right away. Okay. So this means that your part A is all is free. Uh, um, if you have enough quarters of work under social security, uh, part B, there's a premium associated with, okay. So people who work for an employer with over 20 employees are able to defer enrolling in part B and don't need to pay that premium associated with part B. If you're with an employer who's fewer than 20 employees, they need to enroll in part B right away when they turn 65. Okay. So, um, that's something that a lot I get a lot of questions about, and people aren't sure. You know, oh well, like do part-time employees count, um, seasonal employees, and all that. And that's something sure. that we work with them on an individual basis with to figure out. And sometimes we're working with their employers to figure out, you know, how many, how has your employment changed? What are you know, who, how many W two employees do you have, and things like that. Um, but typically, employers with less than uh, twenty employees, you need to sign up for parts A and B right away. Um, okay. With this, we often have, uh, you know, with most people who have, uh, who have a health plan through their employer, um, they're getting some cost sharing for their, their health care premiums, okay? So we often help out and do the math problem with them here. What, what are the costs that you'll have when you sign up for uh, a Medicare plan, including your Part B premiums, your possible supplement premiums, and then your drug plan premiums, and how do those compare to the costs that you you have uh, with a uh, employer's plan? So gotcha. we kind of help weigh out those different uh, costs. And again, that's something that's different for everybody. We have some people whose employers are paying 100% of their coverage, um, and some who are only paying, you know, maybe 20%. So um, sure, we get that question a lot, actually, when people, you know, when they're getting to that retire that 65 age, but they are still working, uh, and they may keep working for a couple of years, a lot of times we'll get that, well, should I stay with my employer plan, or should I go with Part B and a supplement and all that kind of stuff? And it really comes down to those numbers. Like you said, it comes down to doing that math problem of what is most advantageous. 
Exactly. And I'll, I'll tell you, we, we certainly advise people either way. You know, some people have, uh, uh, very, they're paying a lot of money for their, their uh, health coverage. And we have some people also who have spouses on the plan. And, um, you know, should their, should their spouse come off of the plan and get on a Medicare plan? And, and it's really one of those things where there's not a one size fits all uh, right. solution for everybody. Everybody's so, situation is a little different, um, right? Exactly. And I know that uh, in, in my experience, whenever someone turns 60 years old, they start getting stuff in the mail and they start getting inundated with advertisements about different supplement plans and advantage plans. And, and it's confusing. And there's a lot of different, uh, um, you know, all the, the carriers are out there trying to sell their plans. So uh, it's confusing. So we try to simplify everything and put it in plain English and, and help people understand what all of their options are, where they can save money possibly, and um, you know how to make the right decision. And that's it's really important. It's not a uh, um, you know some of these decisions, whether you go to an advantage plan uh, or a supplement, can be a, a lifelong decision. Um, if you choose to go into an advantage plan and then eventually decide, hmm, maybe this isn't the plan for me, uh, and want to switch to a supplement, you may have to go through medical underwriting. Okay, wow. so. That's something that, uh, and as people get older and, and, you know, they'll look through prescription history and and things like that. And, um, you know, you can find yourself with a plan that's, that's not great and kind of be stuck with it. So it's really important to understand the choices you're making now and not make a short-sighted decision for a long-term, a long-term, you know, problem. Um, So, you know, that's something that we really help explain to everybody. So when you think about, you know, for us, like putting it into, into some terms of what people think about, you know, you mentioned as you turn 60 and you get into those early 60s, you start seeing those advertisements. I know one of the, the basic levels of confusion that, that, that we see with, with certain investors and with clients of ours and with people out in the community is time, when should I be thinking about a supplement plan? When should I start considering that? What are the timelines to be aware of uh, ages wise and things like that? So um, I will say, I, I think so your enrollment period for people turning 65 starts three months before you turn 65, the month of your 65th birthday, and three months after. So you have a seven-month enrollment seven month period. Ago. Okay. Um, if you enroll after the month of your birthday, your coverage is going to be delayed a little bit. So you won't get coverage for uh, the start of the month of your birthday. But if you enroll before, okay, if my birthday is, is my birthday is November 18th, so um, I would start my coverage if I enroll before on November 1st. Okay. Um, it's important. We think it's important to start uh, at that three months before your 65th birthday, um, whether you think you're going to go on Medicare or not. I think it's important to, to weigh out your options and see, um, you know, what the cost of coverage is through your work and what the cost of coverage is through Medicare and, and kind of, you know, weigh the options. So I always recommend to people, uh, to people to, you know, either start working with social security or reach out to someone like me, uh, to help out with, um, their Medicare situation three months at a minimum before, uh, their 65th birthday. Okay. Yeah. It makes sense. Cause you really don't have anything to lose, right? You might as well at least understand what the, what the differential is. That makes a lot of sense. Um, Absolutely. Absolutely. Can you, 
Can you give us a sense of, you know, one of the things that, that comes up a lot also is when we're doing financial planning for people and we're looking at costs down the line and things like that, what does a typical Medicare supplement program look like and, and what do the costs look like for, say, like your average client? Yeah, absolutely. So um, uh, if you go back to Jason's previous podcast, he, he'll detail the, the uh, Part B premiums and the costs that are associated with them. Um, but with a supplemental plan, um, I've actually run a couple numbers here. And for a, 60, a 65-year-old man uh, signing up for a supplemental plan, it typically will run between $110 and $150 a month in premium. Uh, for a woman, it's typically between $95 and $140 a month. Okay. Now, something to note about these coverages, these supplemental coverages, is that uh, typically they have a deductible that's under $200 for the year. And after reaching that deductible, you're covered almost at 100%, or you may have a $20 copay. So um, the coverage is very, very good under Medicare and, and, and better than almost every uh, you know, uh, plan that an employer may offer. So it's important to, to realize you know, the coverage you're getting with Medicare is very good, uh, and it's, it's fairly reasonably priced. Now keep in mind, you do also have that Part B premium. Okay, so you're paying you know, your supplemental premium, your Part B premium, and as well as a, a drug plan, which you'll need to pay for, which typically comes in somewhere around between $15 and $25 a month. Uh, you do still have co-pays with that. So again, it is something that varies from person to person, but premium-wise, you can bet on, on your supplemental uh, policy running somewhere between uh, $90 to $150 a month. That's great insight because it seems like a simple question, I'm sure, to you, but it's something that, you know, when you're, somebody's dealing with this for, the, you know, one time, hopefully for in their life, they make this choice and it's, it's, a big, it's a big choice, especially when there's so much to know. So can you uh, give us a look at what the process looks like at Saratoga Benefit Services? When you work with a client, you engage with the client um, to help them evaluate whether this is the right way to go. What does your process look like? Yeah, absolutely. So, um, like I said, we like to get uh, a head start on this before their 65th birthday, if, if at all possible. Um, uh, and the process is basically we we start by having a conversation and learning, you know, what are your plans for retirement? Where do you want to be? Do you have, um, you know, do you have children that are across the country where you're traveling a lot? Um, you know, and just to figure out if maybe is an advantage plan right for them or a supplemental plan. Um, from there, basically, we gather their information, um, run them some quotes, and then schedule another call where we can talk to them. And, and we used to do it in person, but now with uh, <laughs> coronavirus, it's been a lot of phone calls. Uh, but um, basically going through the details of the plans and explaining to them what exactly their options are, running through the carriers and, and the, uh, you know, the, the price breakdown of everything. Uh, another thing we do is we gather their prescription info and help run uh, Part D prescription drug quotes to give them an idea of what their out-of-pocket costs will be for any prescriptions that they might have. So um, basically, our process is going getting that information uh, as well as understanding uh, any coverage that might be offered through their employer. Um, so we do basically a cost analysis between what the uh, uh, premiums and everything for um, their supplemental plans are and compare them to uh, their group health plan if they're in a 20 plus employee company and can possibly stay on that plan. So it's a, it's a detailed process, but it doesn't take that long. We try to keep our, our phone calls and everything to a half an hour and really 
explain everything in detail, make sure that they have no questions when they get off the phone um, and get everything taken care of. So when their birthday comes up, their 65th birthday comes up, they're enrolled, they don't need to worry and they know exactly what their coverage is gonna be going forward. That's great, Bill. Thank you for that. It seems like you guys have really built a custom solution where you're going to point them in the direction that is the best for them, even if that doesn't necessarily mean that it's a Medicare supplement or it's an Advantage plan, whatever works best. And I think that's what most people are are looking for. You know, at HFM, when we're doing somebody's financial plan and we're, we're, we're giving them recommendations, what we find is that you know, we, we don't know everything about everything. And so, having people like you in our network that we can leverage uh, your knowledge and your experience and let you run your process uh, to help clients with those pieces of their life is, is invaluable. So I just thank you so much for taking the time to educate us a little bit today. Uh, thanks so much for joining us. Yeah. Thank you very much, Jason. Really appreciate it. Absolutely. Uh, for our listeners out there, please, if you haven't subscribed yet, make sure you hit that subscribe button so that you get an update every time we upload a new podcast. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Investor Success Podcast. At HFM Investment Advisors, our mission is to educate and empower our clients to make wise financial decisions. If you'd like to learn more, please visit us at www.hfmadvisors.com.